Is this thing on? What did you just say about Jeffrey's balls? I'm so I just said that on Jeffrey's balls, like testing, testing. I'm so disturbed by that. Like, that's not okay. I'm like, oh, what a way to start the show this week, my friend. Oh, dear. As you can see, lighting. I like that lighting. Do you see our live? I know Vera just turned into Mariah Carey, the wind machine. She's got a bit of shoulder happening there. She's like, my hair is blowing in the wind. Vera's, Vera's getting sexy. Any moment now. <laughs> Welcome to UCR Live, as I've just been trying to say. We are here. It is, again, just the three of us, but we're, we, we're keeping track. We're, we're trekking on. Um, we have we have a lot of news to cover that is all over the place this week. I was like, okay. what a random week of stories. This is very interesting. But we do have some, we, we have a bit of good news, right? Christina, you're going to update us on some good news? I do, I guess, yeah. Tim is doing great, our former uh, co-host or fellow co-host. I still uh, now. <laughs> I'm not kicking him out just yet. No, he'll be back with the force, I'm sure. But uh, he's doing good. I think he's up on his feet. And uh, so hopefully he'll be soon, home soon. And uh, yeah, I you can't ask for anything better. I think everything's going good. I, you know, I just don't want to don't want to say anything else. Just knock it on. Yeah, but he's doing well, things. so that's good, and we like yeah. that. We like totally that. Happy. And how good. are you? How how are you? What have you been up to this week? Oh shit! Uh, my kid turned four on Tuesday, so we went to a water yeah. park. Yeah. My husband and her, and we had so much fun. I used to go there as a kid, like. I don't know, all the time, almost every summer. And I, I swear it was like so memorable. And I haven't been there in like 20 years, but I do it like the back of my hand. My husband was like, Where do we gotta go? I was like, we gotta go up this way, down this way, go back this way. He's like, Where are the lockers? I was like, Don't you see something right through here? I'm like, Come on. It just like me and my cousin <laughs> Daniel, my mom would just leave us and we would run free and <laughs> we knew everywhere to go. Well, yeah, it was before, uh... Yeah, before problems. <laughs> But yeah, yeah it was like great. We had so much fun. Oh, well, that's so much fun. good. That's yeah. a better little one. They would it's... put us on a bus to the water park and we'd go three towns over and come back <laughs> on the bus. And there was like oh, wow. 10, 12, and 11, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 We were like eight, eight, nine, you know, like they'd, again, running free. They would post up by like the wave pool or like the fake beach. Yeah. And uh, we, yeah. again, just. <laughs> annihilate that park like we just go here when we were hungry and then we would go back to the van to eat our peanut butter and jellies and then <laughs> come back in the park and you know it, we had so much nobody's fun. eating at the park it's too expensive nobody that's right that's right but you know what my kid my kid did not eat in the, eat in the park but i didn't bring peanut butter jellies either but she did get a slushy and she did get two stuffed animals and we went on everything she wanted to go on so we had a blast I, I, I want to go back again. It was so great. So, my I niece and nephew in the good. park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not packing any sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, right. The water, park, the water park's good until you think about it. You're like, just, you just don't put yeah, much don't thought into it. it. You just go, it. no. Don't think, it. Just don't think about all the people. Just go, we're having a good time. This right. is heavily chlorinated water. It's okay. You know what? <laughs> exactly. The amount of chlorine, like, it's, it, you know, it stings your nose. All you smell is chlorine. I mean, and, and then you walk through a part where you're like, oh, wow, that's piss. Like, and then, like, you walk through <laughs> another part and you're like, no, that's definitely chlorine. And then, like, okay, well, we're getting, getting to like a dry area. No, that's piss. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> it comes and goes. But again, you just gotta keep it out of your mind. Keep it out of your mind. Yeah. It's continually flowing. So it is what it is. And I'll tell you shower what, when you get we, we, we discovered. When my niece and nephew were younger, was the splash pods. The splash pods. Like, yeah. Oh, this is where babies go. I'm like, yeah, Vera's having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it out of your mind. We discovered that there was a wet and wild on Honolulu. We we went there for um with some friends, and the first day we got there, like, there's a wet and wild here. We went yeah. there, and there was 
no one in the park. We had like I know. we had like wow. three. I think I counted maybe ten or fifteen other people and a group wow. of eight of us. It was That's amazing. Awesome. It was so we got so sunburnt. That was that was oh, a great yeah. day. <laughs> Yeah, we are really I don't know that, um, you know, being in your 30s, you're going to run around a water park and go, oh, with the same bigger. I, I, I told my mom, I go, I don't remember it being that hilly. Like, there was hills <laughs> where it was like a 90, like a 45 degree angle. Like, I mean, I was like, you know, you trying to get up like my feet were torn up they still are the bottom of my feet still hurt because you know i'm walking around barefoot holding my flip-flops because they're flying all over the place and i'm like okay like this is just too much You're like oh oh that's wow. the worst we part the stairs too like oh my god i want to go oh, on this slide but the stairs and you gotta hold on to the tube and i mean you know it's a lot of work but now i now i understand the lazy river I guess. <laughs> Lazy River, wave pool. I get it. I get it. I was I was in the lazy river and I, you know, Joe was holding on to Rosario in his tube. (laughs) And I was just sitting there, you know, just like chilling. Like I was having a great fucking time. Some woman like bumped into my tube and uh, I I, like popped up and she's like, sorry. I go, no, no, it's fine. She's like, you look really comfortable. I go, yeah. I'm like, oh wait, I go, where's my kid? (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I had a Joe child. And, Joe and Roe were like, I mean, you know, 25 feet ahead of me. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm in La La Land over here having a great fucking time, relaxed and getting some sun. And he's That's tortured good. in front of me. Oh, my God. I have like, a um, like running kid story her. I probably shouldn't tell because it's embarrassing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I took my niece and my nephew to the water park. And yes, I love the lazy river. Um, yeah. My niece was 11, so she was on an independent solo tube, and my nephew was five, so he had to ride with me. So yeah. I'm standing in the shallow water, and I'm getting him settled, and I, I plop down into that tube, and I can't <laughs> <catapulted> it. Oh, <laughs> was lying. He was lying. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. God, he knew how oh. to swim. Yeah, <laughs> really, right? Oh. So one of my hilarious. one of my friends one of my friends was getting in the you know that, that big those big round ones where you all sit and you go into the funnel. That yeah. ride. Oh, and that's then, bad. That's bad. Yeah. We were getting that. And she fell in. She fell into like, and under the tube. And, oh like, no. She slipped and she got it. She hurt her knee. She was on painkillers for the rest of the trip. But she, she was like, oh Woo! She was there one minute and then she was underneath it the next. It was great. Yeah. Lifeguard for laughing. It was a good time. Sorry, Lisa, if you're watching. We have a, uh, there's a water park in Jersey. Like, you know, for Six Flags, it's Hurricane Harbor. And we went there like years ago, but we couldn't stand the roller coaster. So the next day we went to the water park and we went on that ride with a funnel. And yeah. there's just like, you know, like that, that first that initial dip to get, yeah. yeah, to get you into the funnel. That yeah. knocked me off my ass, onto <laughs> my back. I lost <laughs> my sunglasses. I was on my back the entire time, holding on for dear life. I, I was like, oh my God, this is it. I was like, only single tubes from now on. I'm not doing this fucking shit anymore. I'm like, <laughs> oh, if I was holding on, I would have flown the fuck out of that. That rap easily. That was like, pre lazy river, man. Pre lazy river. That was a big, yeah. It was a big drop. It was like, oh my god, no fucking way. Yeah. And how are you this big Vera? I'm pretty Sorry. good, but I am sitting here thinking, you know, New York State uh, Mega Millions. Well, it's not just New York State, but the Mega Millions is up to eight hundred thousand Oh yeah. If I hit it, I'm getting a water uh, lazy river in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. I'm doing okay. Been the, the week of, of medical issues. I found out I have arthritis in my foot now on top of everything else that's going on. And cellulitis. Uh, it wasn't cellulitis. It was actually allergic dermatitis on my arm. And just a whole host of problems. Uh, they're all resolving now. Work didn't suck because I was at the doctor's. That's good. <laughs> well, 
It's good. Otherwise, it's been pretty good. It's good you're alive. Yeah, thank God. And I plan to stay that way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My, my, uh, look, this is getting better. Oh, it's getting better. Oh, good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, I nearly, I'm nearly back to normal. I nearly have a blemish free forehead. Oh, (laughs) so pretty. Well, Very maybe exciting. we should stop talking about water parks. We've had a, a, a ten minute, a ten minute episode about water parks. That's okay. We like. I can talk about water parks all day. All oh, day, good. all day long. Water parks all day. Good. All right. Well, let's get wet and wild in another way with this week. Hot load of hot topics. Well, 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 well. We'll start with the sad stuff and get it out of the way, okay? Two pretty pretty big ones. Two pretty big ones this week. Tony Bennett at 96, RIP. It was very – I was like, oh, that's sad. And then someone's like, oh, he's the last of the crooners. I'm like, oh, he really is. That whole, like, his whole generation. generation. You've got your Michael Blue. I know, but the original – Yes. Yeah. He's the last of the originals. Last of the originals. Very iconic junior. Yeah, but they're not the same. They're just, you know, it's just. God is not an official Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's it's a bit sad. Mm. Like, well, you know, I know that he wasn't part of the Rat Pack, but that's kind of that those last ties to those really last of that generation. Yeah. Really, like you know, old school Mm. showbiz, like. Vegas, uh, that yeah. whole genre of music. I know that my, out every night on stage. Wearing a tux, you know, yeah. loving life, smoking, <laughs> all the good stuff. Snapping your fingers. All those fingers who snap their fingers. <laughs> See, we didn't listen to Tony Bennett because my grandmother was full and full, full through and through Frank Sinatra. She's a good Italian lady. <laughs> good Italian lady. Yeah. Frank all the way. Frank could do no wrong. I think she would have married Frank up until the day that she died. She loved Frank. Frank, 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 Frank. So <laughs> we weren't much of a Tony family. We, I got I got probably more exposure to Tony Bennett when I started working in the music store and he started releasing those, you know, the, the songbook stuff and the Lady right. Gaga yeah. albums. And he had that, like, late, late, late career resurgence with Lady Gaga, which was – Really helpful for both of them, I think. Like yeah, she's definitely, definitely diversified yeah, yeah. her brand in a way that she had managed to have two Vegas and shows going on at the same time. Her too, yeah. In a way that you know her pop music never could. And she seems to have actually really genuinely had a, a relationship and and like care for him, and which yeah. is which is nice. Yeah. And she got him. I think she got him through that last performance with like that was that was a gritted teeth bare knuckle last thing I think that. Well, you know, one of the funny things about Alzheimer's is that music is one of the last things to go. You know, music they may lose family members, they may lose uh, the ability to identify people they love, but they can still jump into a song right where they left it off. You know, that's. Yeah, that's what Tony Bennett's wife was saying, that she was so worried about, like, how vulnerable he would be on stage in front of people if something happened. But as soon as the band started, she saw him just go, whoop, switch on and go, I know where I am. I know where I am. And he was having trouble remembering remembering, um, Lady Gaga's name, and then he said it on stage. And she was like, oh, whoa, he hasn't said the entire rehearsal process. And she's like, oh, wow. Yeah, sorry, Vera. You're saying Glenn so, Campbell? Uh, Glenn Campbell had the same thing. He he died with Alzheimer's dementia. And he mm-hmm. couldn't really remember a lot, but once he was on stage, he remembered in the music. Yeah, you know the power of music. Hey, it's, I think it's yeah, very yeah. underrated. Very, no, very. Uh, dementia units nowadays they use um, music they therapy a lot. Music brings people rouses them quicker than anything. Well, that's what Ed used to do. That means something to them. Yeah, Ed used to do music therapy. Talking. I'm yeah, sorry, she used to. No, 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 it's all good. We're, we've got a connection. <laughs> Ed used to do music therapy at, at the um, like for old at old age homes, and she's just like at the when you hit the right song, and they all go whoop. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Like 
it's it's yeah, it's touching, but R.I.P. Tony, you know, the last what? of a long line. This yeah. one's actually this, this one's a, yeah. a pretty sad. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor has passed away as well. No matter what you think of her, I think watching it's it's the, the kind of you know highs and lows of having social media is we, we do get to see these last kind of hours before people pass away if they are on social media and just her state of being after losing her son her 17 year old son to suicide last mm-hmm. year she's um so, yeah did they yeah. announce her cause of death or are we not going to know that Right. I I don't know if it's announced yet, but I could I think we can assume it's suicide. Assume, but yes, she was in a very desperate situation. She was living in a hotel room. Like none of her family were in contact with her. She said the only person that she sees is her therapist. So it's yeah, for someone that is so culturally relevant, I think that we don't we don't see or we don't try to see what their lives are actually like because everyone would just think, oh, uh, yeah, you'd be right. You'd be rich and famous. You've got no problems. But you don't see that. You don't see the the day-to-day and, you know, whatever falls apart afterwards because the 90s was a long time ago now, people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I saw some pretty uh, marvellous tributes from uh, Morrissey, of all people. Yeah. You know? He he said... He had a lot of good things to say about her activism and her ability to speak out and a lot of bad things to say for the industry that let her down. That's, uh, that's, I read a report about, well, the, the, I think the most famous incident is the tearing up of the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. And everyone's like, she was speaking out about, you know, the Catholic Church decades before other people were. And she, like, just from her own ex- her own lived experience, and she was, yeah, at the forefront the of that. Church did some heinous things in Ireland. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the, the nunneries that they would send pregnant girls to were just tantamount to prisons. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. And look, who doesn't, everyone, I forbid anyone to say they don't sing along when nothing compares to you comes on. Every time. We can't uh, not. Every time. Who doesn't love a sad song? We love a sad song. Yeah. It gets us through. It, it's a torch song. It is. <laughs> it's very. It's a torch song. I, it, I, that's, I think that's, yeah, part of it. it. It's so timeless that it could have been yeah. Billy Holiday or it could be Billie Eilish. Yeah. Like, it, it, right. it, that yeah. song could sit or anywhere. Tony Bennett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, it could be anyone. I saw um, Glenn Close actually did a, a very lovely tribute to, to her as well because she recorded a, a song for one of the movies that Glenn was producing. And, uh, yeah, she was just so gentle and complimentary about everything. It was really quite touching. So it's good to know that, you know, there is such good feeling out there for her. It's just a pity that, but as always, with, with you know, this time, when people take, choose to take their own life, it right. doesn't matter how much goodwill there is. If you can't feel it, you can't feel it. And it's just, it's sad. Yeah. Sad, really. That's all I have to say on that one. She's sad. I'm sad. We're sad. It's all sad. I actually wouldn't mind hearing Billy Eilish. I know. I think, I think, I, I think I just came across a, a good idea. I think Billy Eilish would smash nothing compares to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you said that, I was like, I would actually love to hear that. Like, that would probably sound fucking fire. Billy, we're putting it out there. Billy Eilish, yeah. cover of nothing compares to you because she's always all over social media. She she watches the most random things. So if this gets to you, Billy Eilish, a cover of nothing compares. Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish, Billy Eilish. Hashtag Billy Eilish. Hashtag Billy Eilish. Please record and recover. I'll, I'll put that Please. in the um. I'll put that in the show notes, and we'll be like. Making cultural references, cultural references. We'll talk a bit about. And she's music. like, yeah, sorry, yeah. And she's like, just as a big as an office fan as I am. So <laughs> she's all right with you. Yeah, she's fine with me. <laughs> I, um, I was, I was a bit hesitant. I was like, 
because I'm like, I'm old. Should I be listening to Billie Eilish? And then I, oh uh, yeah, to, I listened to her oldest, like her her stuff before she did her first album. I'm like, wow, this girl is she's talented. amazing. Yeah, her, her brother. Yeah. Like, and I was gonna say her brother. Like, oh my god, forget it. Like they they are so they're like the modern day modern day carpenters, but less cheesy. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like what my husband is. Go ahead. The music stays relevant. You don't have to worry about your age. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Never. My husband is like really into music. He's got like hundreds of records downstairs. Like he always used to produce music, make beats, all that stuff. When he heard Billie Eilish on the radio, he goes, Who is that? He goes, Is that Billie Eilish? And I go, Yeah. He goes, You don't even know Billie Eilish. He goes, I've known Billie Eilish for years before she came out on the radio. He goes, I knew her before she was popular. Blah, blah, blah. I go, Okay, settle down. Like you know, relax. Like, like okay. Well, you know, other people have figured her out. Like she's not going to be a secret anymore because she's talented. So like, let her free flag cry. You know, like relax. Getting us some tickets. Yeah. yeah. It's. I like seeing. I I really kind of enjoy seeing that. A sense like when you do catch someone early and you go, oh okay cool. I remember listening to early. And this, it's bad now because of the over- overexposure, but early Ed Sheeran going, oh, this guy's got something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lana Del Rey as well. I'm like, oh, that's different. People are going to like yeah. that. So it's, yeah. I, li- I like seeing where that goes and like stratospherically huge. But especially with Billy, like they still own their family home, like their family home they grew yeah. up in. Lana- did you see Lana Del Rey working at the Waffle House this last week? No, I didn't. No, no, I did not do that. no so she was she was eating there. She she regularly eats there. So she's another one. I think she only owns a two bedroom house or something like that. Two a two bedroom cabin. She's not about the yeah. I know, right? For all of the old Hollywood, all, all the Hollywood glam, you would think she would be in some place in the Palisades or something, but she's not. She's um. But she's a regular at the Waffle House, so they gave her a a uniform, like as a like. <laughs> so she put it on and started working. She went no, to work. Oh no! Like you go, girl. I'm more pretentious wow. with my lazy river <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> right, right, There's right. a bad storm. I think I'm going to lose my internet connection soon. Oh There's no! Like we can hear her. We'll keep. I can hear it. We'll keep talking while we can talk. If I can get back on my iPad or anything, I'll try that. But I know it's, and I'm going to lose you in a few minutes because I can actually see myself getting all glitchy. Oh, no. Well, we talked about it last week, but let's talk about a little bit of musical drama with Miss Miranda Lambert. Now, this one yeah. has divided people left, right, and center. She had, oh, there she goes. She's had a little bit of a mishap at the concert where she spotted some, she spotted some uh, fans taking the opportunity in a quite emotional song for her to get a selfie and literally stopped the show to admonish them and say, yo, now's not the time. Put your phone away. Right. Listen, and, and this has drawn a lot of, you know, a lot of a lot of um, controversy. Where? Do, what do you think, Vera? Well, having been on stage myself, never quite at the level of Miranda Lambert. But if you're disrupting the performance, if you're <clears> distracting <throat> the performer, you're affecting everybody's quality of show. You right. Know? And to take a selfie, there were six of them. Yes, they appeared to be in a luxury box, but they had to stand up, turn their backs to the performer, and chances are, in a concert venue, you were flashing, you know? So I can see where that would be very distracting. And I'm sure, looking at the women, that they wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. They took more than one. That was the problem. I understand, Miranda. Yeah, look, I get it. I get it, too. I... Like I come from a performance background. I come from a music performance background as well. So I know what it's like to be singing and mm-hmm. to also be trying to, trying to you know, perform and put emotion and focus and do all that kind of thing while, you know, there's people drinking, there's people talking, there's people doing all this kind of thing. It makes your job 10 times harder for the people that are listening 
And, you know, I get the, the biggest argument is that, you know, people have paid their money, they'll do what they want. But I don't think that that's well, the right attitude to have. Just because you pay for a ticket to the concert, you get access to the show. You don't get to do whatever you want when you get there. If you went to a Broadway play, you would play comparable prices. You would absolutely be escorted out of the theater, not just by the management, but by every other theater goer, if you stood up to take a selfie. You know, right. you take the selfies before the show, after the show, during transition. You don't take the selfie during the middle of the performance. No, and no? I think it, it's a lot about entitlement. This this idea that well, I've paid my money and I get, I get. This is what I get. I get that. I don't think you get to do that in a performance space. Like, yeah, you are you are paying for the show. You are not paying for the venue and to how you get to interact with everyone around you because the majority of that audience were cheering her on when she was like, put the phone away. She didn't ask them to leave. She said, put the phone down. I, like, I don't want you to do it. Like, I don't want you taking videos. Put the phone down. Right. I don't think that's out of, like, I don't think that's out of <laughs> any kind of realm of decency. And- <laughs> that kind of entitlement is also going to affect the quality of the people around you. Right. You know, there's probably people in the seats below them that are getting distracted by their conversation. I'm sure there was, you know, talking as they arranged themselves, you know. I, I'm sure they got, they, they, it, it was they caused another kerfuffle if they left. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they they decided to leave and interrupt everyone as they left as well. I'm like, you don't get to, yeah, it's not your space. You get to be right. an audience member. That's, you are in the audience. You are not part of the performance. It is not your performance. You are witnessing it. I think we need to remember that, especially like we've talked a lot the last couple of weeks about people throwing stuff on stage and all that kind of stuff. Like, we've been all raised right i'm like you don't do that Uh, that's a big thing that i teach that i teach in my classes too is like people need to know performance slash theater etiquette you need to you know when someone else is on stage you're watching you're paying attention you're not talking always applaud someone when they finish like don't leave in the middle of someone's performance. Like you wait till till someone's finished or in between, like as I said, in between transitions and some of that. You don't just go, oh well, I need to go. This is what I do. Right. That's not how you do it, people. And we've had right. some um yeah. Katie, I do I got Katie's opinion on this one, and she was she's very pro Miranda as well. So as someone who has experienced as someone who's the, experienced um, like the epic levels of fame that Katie did. She like she got the adoring yeah. fans, but I think that Katie and the Bardo girls had it really a, a little bit easier because they were early two thousands before these things right. became grafted to everyone. Because the first thing you see at a concert now is this. Are you alive? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Are you going to be arrested here? And they're they're taking their own videos, and their videos are going to, yes, that wasn't the police coming for me. That was the police going by. It's 99 (laughs) degrees and 100% humidity, and my sister's standing here. (laughs) It's the middle of the live show. She can come and join us. (laughs) Pull up a chair. Pull up a chair. You can be our drunken special guest. Where can I pull up a chair? Well, you got to. I got to have to share the view. Hi. Um, <laughs> Say hello to the people at home. <laughs> That's my sister, Dia. <laughs> I thought I'd come say hello. Hello, Dia. How are you? We're I'm good. Kind of, I'm kind of at an odd angle, but I thought You'd I'd be say You'd be in a better angle if you sit in a chair. Oh, I'll go get a chair. What a great idea. There you go. Dia's <laughs> going to join the show. She's going to join us. <laughs> Ah, uh, Peter says hello, dear. <laughs> Peter Thomas says hello. Hi, Peter Thomas. She's <laughs> She'll be right here. Hi, oh, Christina's back. Oh, Christina's back. We're in a different location. 
Christina's back. She's gone to a second way. location. All right, Christina, we're talking. Special guest. <laughs> <laughs> your assist is joining us. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. <laughs> so, Christina, we're talking about Miranda Lambert. The Miranda what Lambert show. Have you not oh, well. seen? Did you not see the video of her um, talking to fans who are taking a selfie? She asked them to put. So she had. She's. Um, they're saying that she shamed them in the middle of her concert when she stopped. She stopped the show <laughs> to say, "Hey, I'm singing a song. You need to put your phone down." Wow. Yeah. So, do you think my sister? It should be out of the shot. No, she's gonna be the star. I'm just trying to make it better. (laughs) It's all good. Do you think she's out of line there? What do you think? Yeah, I think she's completely out of line. I think that. uh, uh, Why would you stop an entire show just to point somebody after doing something that people do a hundred times a day? And they're at a concert to see you. And if they want to take a picture to remember that moment, why do you have to say something about that? Like, what does it matter what when they take the picture? It's still to remember that they were at a concert for you, you dumb whore. So I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> but if, wow. if, if she's forgetting the lyrics because she's watching them take the selfie out of the corner of her eye, then they're ruining the theater experience for the rest of the people in the audience. So you think she was distracted by these people taking a picture? These people were in, so these people were in a VIP like right in front of her. Okay. Right. And she's trying to sing a very like the song that she was trying to sing, Tin Man, is a very personal, emotional song. And she was trying, like, you can see her trying to concentrate, trying to concentrate, and then she just goes, Okay, stop. <laughs> and we had it's like, oh, okay, cool. Anytime someone says, okay, stop, it's like, oh, this something's about to happen. Why not focus on something else? It is like, very hard when something right in front of you, though. You're a performer, though, and you're yeah. at a show, and you, you're, you're, you're. It's expected that these people would be taking pictures. I just, I have to. What were they doing, Christina. like? Yeah, like I, what were you doing, oh. Christina? I feel like, like she's a professional, and she needs yeah. to perform, and. And there's lots of things that are happening that are distracting all the time. Yeah, exactly. okay. It, but um, she's a professional and it takes away. So there's five people in the front row who are distracting you. But there are thousands of people in the audience who have right. also paid for their tickets, who also don't need to be disrupted by the people in the front row. So by her stopping the show it so yeah. i'm, I'm kind of on the christina side of this <laughs> look at vera and i like like why no, would you disrupt the other thousands people for five people like well, the other the other thousands like, of people that apple receives a whole bunch yeah, i might have a seat in the cheap seats all the way in the back yeah but but the, i don't i don't even have i'm not even aware of what's going on with right. the rich women in the front we're right. taking I'm paying selfies, attention to her. But now, so the performer stops, pays attention to them, and it's <laughs> like, I, I got no clue about what's going on in the back. And, <laughs> I, you know, so anyway. We're I divided. It's good, though. It's good, though. This is what the show's about. We like to have oh, About drunk and interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> drunk and interrupted. <laughs> I almost said it, and then you did. I'm sorry. Vera and, 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 and I are on the performance side. <laughs> we're like, I was okay, watching whatever. from my house, and I had a martini. And <laughs> <laughs> Christina got booted thunderstormed and then i yeah, thought oh yeah. you know what i'm gonna go and and save the day and be drunk and squish into this with my big face like, <laughs> yeah. <so> big. <laughs> all right well let's talk let's talk about some more squishy opinions okay because everyone's favorite Asshole um, has made his made his presence felt again this week. Oh, I don't even know. This is two. This is Ben Shapiro, conservative uh, pundit, conservative uh, commentator slash pundit Ben Shapiro. What did he say now? 
he has a problem with the Barbie movie. Now he, oh, okay. So Ben, Ben, who famously can't get his wife wet, um, has, does he have has, a wife? Is there a woman? Is there a woman yes. in the world that's interested in him? We are all very surprised that Ben has a wife because it looks like Ben might have a husband, but that's okay. Yeah, that's I okay. Voting for so, myself. Yeah, I, yeah, right. According to Ben, according to Ben, he is outraged. Outraged by the Greta Gerwig Barbie movie, calling it one of the worst, one of the most woke movies he has ever seen, at a PG thirteen rating. <laughs> it was explicitly designed to divide men from women, and described it as an angry feminist claptrap that alienates men from women. So he claims that he was dragged to the theater by his producers to watch the movie. Was. Then he also cho- chose to do a 45-minute diatribe on what is wrong with this movie. Then also decides to burn a Barbie and a Kendall. I think someone needs to explain to Ben what protesting actually means. <laughs> yeah. You don't pay to see the movie, not just yeah. you, but whoever went with you. Pay to see the movie. Talk about it for forty-five minutes on a huge platform where you you can address millions of people. Then yeah. go and buy Barbies. <laughs> no, instead of yeah, burning. right to burn. Yeah, you're right. Like, oh my they God. have this is like this. This smells of that Dylan Mulvaney like stuff where everyone's like, "I'm going to buy my Bud Light and pour it out." I'm like, "You're missing the point. You shouldn't yeah. be giving the money <laughs> if you want to right. Yeah. right?" I'm like. There, there, there was a very famous quote from, um, oh, for the love of cats, I'm not going to remember his name, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, where he uh, he said something about Trump that was derogatory, um, as some people do. <laughs> some and, people. And uh, the right-wing media, was, or MAGA clan, was upset about it. So they started burning all his movies and DVDs and and their all TikTok and Facebook and every platform was loaded with these protest videos. And Samuel Jackson looks in the camera and says, "Burn away, motherfucker! I already cashed that check." <laughs> <laughs> like, at least do what they did when they like. Remember back in the day when the Dixie Chicks said that they were embarrassed that the president was from yep. protecting so They're like. At least they were the, the CDs they already owned. They weren't going to right. buy the CDs to then destroy. I'm like, that doesn't make sense, people. <laughs> that is not the way you protest something. You don't go. <laughs> he's just this guy has so many many problems. Like as right. oh, yeah. like he has so many problems. And as as we have a lovely comment here from Peter, that bitch went to see Ryan Gosling, and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I is... don't think it was mostly just about women. Too. Like I know that Ryan Gosling had a song. Like I didn't see it, but you know, I'm gonna go see it on Sunday. And I'm gonna. I'll have a professional opinion for you by Sunday. We're going tomorrow. Go. Oh, we're so, gonna go oh. see Barbie. I can't wait. I hear it. Maybe we can do a message. Maybe we can go do. We can do a um a uh, uh, a side seating on Barbie. Seating? Oh, that'd be cute. Yeah. We can go see Barbie. But he's not the only one that has a problem. Who else do you think would have a problem with the Barbie movie, Vera? Uh, Tucker Carlson? No. Think female. Marjorie Taylor Greene? No. Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Candace Owens said that... Candace Owens, the the worst feminist... She's not a feminist. There's no way she's a feminist. She's like... She is the worst representative of everything that she is supposed to oh, stand well. for. <laughs> but well. she says that this movie is anti-man and it, it's an embarrassment to man. And Ryan Gosling should be embarrassed to be in this movie. Meanwhile, this movie, this movie has made more money than any superhero movie has made. So this any is... Movie. Basically, it was like surpassing... 
Oh, oh fuck. What did they say? It was you know, Barbie, you know, we don't think of Barbie as a very complicated figure, but she is. The time that Barbie came out with her big boobs and her small waist and her um, just wrong message in 1964, 1967, whenever Barbie, Barbie came out, um, <laughs> she was she was just such a um, an interesting ideal. Whether I mean, it just is such an interesting to turn it around. To have a movie come out, how many years later? 60 years later, and to have it be a feminist message to turn around the Barbie message. Stereotype. Yeah, the, the stereotype. Whatever it was. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm old enough to remember that first message that came out about feminism, about who the perfect female doll was, what the perfect female 20 something was you know well, barbie has or, evolved through the years she's yeah exactly years, yeah. she's an she astronaut she's a vet she's everything message. she gets to have a feminist message here in 2023 and then you have all of these people who are trying to take us back to that original message it just it you know Let's let Barbie evolve. Let's let her movie be wonderful. Let's ha let it have a feminist end. I, I, I'm saying let's go for it. And if this Ben Shapiro dude thinks that, that slamming Barbie is going to make him more of a man, what up? <laughs> Get out of here. Well, no, he's, oh, he's got, he's got um, fewer... Um, Parts than the original Ken doll. That's I like it. Drunk sister visitation. That's what this is all about. We love it. I just Sorry. I have a quick story about like how far evolved you know Barbie is. Um, so for Christmas, my cousins were coming up from Florida. And they have a little girl, same age as my daughter. So I went to Walmart and my daughter, I was like, pick out a, you know, a cheap Barbie doll, like five bucks or less, you know, because they have the single Barbie dolls hanging there. They're all like $4.98. So, and they do everything, like from everywhere. So she's like, oh, I want that one. Okay. I pick up the thing, whatever, bring it home, wrapping it up. It is a, it is an amputee Barbie. And the Barbie has a... <laughs> A prosthetic leg. I had to give this to my son. That's what she wants. That's what she wanted. And I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I'm like, this is, uh, I'm like, this is what I got her. I said I didn't notice I it was disabled until I got home or enabled. And I, uh, yeah, I just, oh my god! I was like, wow! I was like Barbie, and I thought to myself, Barbie, Barbie has come a very long way from. You know, just curly hair was different, really. Is yeah. she had curly red hair instead of blonde hair? Some had brown hair, but it was rare. See, that, that child didn't see the disability; she saw the no. Barbie that she wanted. My kid picked it out. My my kid yeah, picked yeah. it out. Yeah, for that's what I'm saying. Her cousin. Yeah, I was see, like, she didn't okay, see this a disability. Is the one. She saw a toy that she wanted. Right, exactly. Because she was well, pretty, I and that's what. That's what the importance exactly. is of these new range dolls, where they do have, you know, there's wheelchair Barbie, like yeah. Barbie that's in a wheelchair, there's one amputee, there's Down Syndrome Barbie, there's all of these things that kids can go into a store and see themselves on the shelf. And that oh, is yeah. so, so important. That is so important oh, yeah. to see. There's a lot of talk in the movie about, um, or on TikTok especially, about the movie having a lot of really poignant moments for people that grew up with Barbie. Or what, like a lot of yeah, gay guys are going, oh, this movie, like, this movie speaks to me because the Alan character is obviously the gay character that's obsessed with Ken. <laughs> they get to see all these little boys who wanted to play with Barbie and they, they get to see themselves on screen now too. There's, there's like a Barbie with mental health issues. There's black Barbie. There's like yeah, all right. this stuff in, in that universe and it's not other, it's inclusive. And right. I think that's, that's the biggest takeaway is that, 
you know, you can go now into a, into a shelf of all of these dolls and see different body types, different yeah, abilities, different, you know, Oh, my daughter Great. picked out this, All that kind this of stuff. black Barbie and one time because I said, all right, fine, pick one out. And she she always goes for, like, the brown ones. But, yeah. or, you know, it's like the black ones, African-American, whatever you want. And and when we took her out of the box, I was like, damn, she thick. Like, she had good thighs. Yeah, really? You know, they, they made it, like, match her, her whole thing. And I'm like, you know, and my mom actually got her Moana for her birthday and Moana's feet are fat, like they're fat and flat. Like, you know, it looks like Moana. Like, it's not like I a little body, you know? Like, right. And I said it was like, well, it was like her feet are big. I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, it's not, they don't make it dainty. Like, they're making it realistic. And that's what they have to keep going with so, is making it realistic. It's great. As, yeah. yeah. As, One of the say. best Barbie stories is that Barbie. Um, when she came out, Barbie was, um, um, she was championed by a female business person, right? So I don't know who it was. I can't even remember the story, but the, the woman executive behind Barbie was, was a woman who noticed that her daughter loved dolls and, and, um, and so anyway, she promoted it. I just want to throw that out there. Um, Barbie was was a success story for the Barbie doll, but it was also a success story for American business women. Uh, somebody who would not have had a chance in those days, except that she had an incredible business idea that took off. And I just want to throw that out there. Yay, yay, business women. So Barbie How, always we've been a feminist story. It's yeah, it is, if you want to, if you want to find out more is. about the story, there is it a is. really great show on Netflix called "The Toys That Made Us," and it has a document. It has Barbie in it, and it tell it talks all about the woman who made it for her daughter. Her daughter's actually in the movie. Oh wow! Yes. Oh wow! Old woman, as an old woman, Margot Robbie sits next to her on a, at a bus stop, and there's a little moment between them. So that's. That's, oh, that's huge. Awesome. Well, the woman that created Barbie, the only reason she stopped is that they paid her out millions and millions of dollars to stop working. Because wow. she was so good at what she did. She's so she good at her job. All the men around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you damn fucking so right. Buy her out. Yeah. Oh, yeah you work, I, Barbie. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm backwards on this video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Snaps for Barbie. Snaps for Barbie. Okay. We're going to now go into a bit of a controversial topic and the view from here. So it's good that we have another point of view. Let's go. Oh, hold on. We do have a comment that we have to address. Dave is in, Dave is in the audience. Why aren't Barbie dolls made of plastic anymore? Because the Kardashians took it off. There we go. Hey, you're a bad man. I love the Kardashians. I do too. And and Dave says, yeah, My Little Pony has a a good backstory too. You should, if you are interested in really compelling documentaries that you think you would have no interest in, Netflix, please explain us. If, like yeah. it, I watched it because I was a child of the eighties and I wanted to know about Transformers all that kind. Of, but the stories behind the toys are so so interesting. You're like, wow, yeah. this is this is interesting. Here we go. This is what we're talking about this week. So the right slash opinion on people having an opinion <laughs> on other people's reproductions. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> That was a really hard way of saying it. <laughs> but anyway, an Australian couple has copped a lot of flack this week for celebrating the fact that, you know, her husband had a vasectomy to ensure that they would not have children. They don't want to have children. They have made the decision. Um, and, you know, uh, Indy and uh, Indiana Diaz and her husband, Geraldo, decided that they were not going to reproduce um, she asked to have um, a tubal litigation and was refused by doctors to, to have it. 
Um, and they did this because he said to her, like he said to her, "You've done as much as you can. It's my responsibility now to do it." They are being labelled selfish because they are not having children. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna let Christina go first. I'm you're a mom, and I, I don't the most see recent mother out of all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't see that as selfishism at all. I feel like if you don't want to have kids, you don't want to have kids. There are people who know what they want and know what they're capable of, and I mean, people tell you what how hard it is to be a mom. Uh, it's fucking four hundred times harder than what they're telling you. Like you are in for it and if you are not ready and you know that you're not ready don't fucking do it like don't do it because you think you're ready but you're not and if you know right now that you're not then don't and i'm i'm so happy that they did like i want joe to get a vasectomy and he won't like Mm -hmm. and i have two kids and i don't want any more like no thank you my son was a surprise like i just you know (laughs) Let's just, you know, let's cut the ties now because I don't want any more. And if I would go through that again, I've already been to two C-sections. I'm not going through that. Um, he can get the snip and we can go out and, like, right. but no. If you don't want kids, don't fucking have them. There's no reason to. I don't care if you're married, not married. I don't care, like, that, that they say, like, oh, you have, since you're married, you have to have kids. Why? Where is that written in the Bible that you have to reproduce? Or where is it Where's written it in stone? Anywhere, exactly, that, oh, well, now that you're in a marriage, you have to have kids. Why? What does that, what, does that make your yeah. marriage stronger? It's not like no. the world is in a position where we need more people. Like, we are right. overpopulated as is. There are hundreds of thousands of millions of kids out there that need care, that need love, that need a home. Right. And these people have decided that, you know, kids aren't for us for whatever reason. I think that they, that no one should really get to have an opinion like keep it to yeah, yourself right. are like assholes everyone has one it doesn't mean you have to go to show it to everyone yes. like you just keep it to yourself <laughs> yeah and i'm sure that at least half of the people that are bitching about how selfish they are are people who wouldn't adopt a child of color or a child with disabilities right they right. want their they want their kids to look like them i don't think i could love a child that's not mine uh Guess what? People love children that aren't theirs every freaking day. You know? Yeah. Who's selfish now? Right, exactly. Just, well you've, you've got a Vera, you've got a great like you two have got a great dynamic there. Like Vera, you didn't you didn't have children. Dear, you've got children. Like, do you feel like you Vera obviously you haven't missed out? Vera no. you like Vera was Vera was I'm the art is the queen art. Like <laughs> It doesn't matter. These are adults. These are grown-up people who are making a decision of their own. I'm sorry. That's a hard word after cocktails. Um, (laughs) They're making their own decision about whether or not to have children. It's just their own. Not selfish, not magnanimous. It's just their decision. And it it doesn't involve anyone else. You know, so not not the general public, not not you, not me. It's their decision. Vera made a decision to have or not have children. I made a decision not to have children, or I did have one, but my the decision it was mine. I had I had him at thirty seven, so I had him later in life, so that it wouldn't interfere with my career. It was what was right for me at the time. But Christina, she said she's made her decisions. We all make our own decisions. It's not the general public's decision about whether there's a vasectomy or whether a grown woman decides not to have kids or a married woman or a single woman. We know that that's not where kids come from. They don't come from being married or being single. So, so that's not even part of the but, issue. But but um, the reality is that we all make our own decisions. That's well, what's most important. One of our, our friends of the show, Kim, made a very good point. The fact that someone decided that she couldn't have a tubal ligation is even more troubling than the fact oh, that yeah. people are calling right. her selfish. You know? Yeah. So, 
Kim made a great point. Exactly. And I think um, sometimes that pressure is from family. Like, I, Christina, you're Italian. You'd get it. Oh, babies. Have some more babies. Like, no. Yeah. We don't need more babies. Love the ones you got. And if you cut, if, if you've got too much love for those babies, there are like, there are kids everywhere that need it. There are, you know, right. go volunteer at like somewhere to help kids that, that are in need that really do need that love, support, guidance, like channel that energy where it's needed. Don't make other people feel bad about decisions that they've made for their best interests. Like, like unless right. they're paying for my, my kids to go to school or, you know, to have them in daycare, if they're giving me money for formula and clothes, and or all that diapers, yeah, and college, <laughs> and everything that else that falls into it, food, um, then maybe we could talk about having another one, but until then, get the fuck out of my uterus, and stay the fuck yeah. out of my wallet, like, this is a, you know, this is a lifetime purchase that we're making here, like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't have the money for that, like, and if you, or I don't have the time for that, you know, like, who the fuck has this You, mind, you know? just simply like, don't want to do it. You, you, as right. you said, you don't want to put yourself through it. These right. people have had have done the right thing. They've had an adult conversation. Like we always talk about this when there's problems in marriages. It's due to communication issues. These two people have had the, you know, the strength of their relationship tested to go, I don't want kids. Do you want kids? I don't want kids. Awesome. What are we both together gonna do to make sure that we don't do that right it's not him, it's not him just going oh you take care of it they're both involved in the process very much well, like, on him like for making that decision too exactly yeah well and how much of the birth control decision falls on women just saying exactly. the reality yeah. is that the birth control decision traditionally has felt fallen to women but Hey, welcome to this century. Men are making this decision. Good for them. Kudos to them. Go ahead. Clip, clip, smoke, yeah. smoke. There's a new pope. Yay. <laughs> as, 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 they, as they said, now they're in their double income, no kids era. They're in their double income, no kids era. They can yeah. live a life they want to live. And yeah. look, they might get to the end of their life and go, oh, it would have been nice to have kids, but we decided not to. Yeah, and that might happen, but it might and not. It's too. too late. Well, and you it know might what? Not. It's, it's not too late at death. It's too late about middle age. <laughs> I, I had been thinking about single parenthood for a little bit in my 30s when my biological clock was going bang, 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 bang. Uh, but you know what the final factor was? I don't want to have to get up earlier than I already get up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sweet. It's the worst. I know, Christina, I bet you know. I mean, the minute their child is born to the minute they're 18, you are up at 5 a.m. every oh. single morning. I'm just telling you, if that's not birth control. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the comment that he just made. Thank you, Dave, for that comment. Yeah, Dave's right. I'm just going to read that out. A woman can have elective surgery to change her body, but doesn't but doesn't have a say in minor surgery to not have kids. That's the main issue. And yeah. Yeah. Very come nice. Put my, uh, come put my four to four year old to bed for a week. Yeah, yeah. If you're so worried about me having kids, why don't you look after them when they've got the runs yeah. or something? Yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll solve it. That'll <laughs> solve it. Or projectile <laughs> right. oh. fun one. All right. Well, we got a little bit heated, but. We've got to do, we've got to give it to the woman oh, who knows how to do go. it best. Here we go, go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> get out of her shot because it's time for me, Romance. All right, V. Here we go. Three, two, one, vet. All right. Along with all the eventful uh, things that have happened in the world of gossip and fame and fun facts. Uh, we had a little excitement in the DJT world today. Uh, there is a superseding indictment. And guess what? What was once 32 counts is now 37 counts. You know, uh, Donald Trump likes to run around telling everybody how this is a hoax and a witch hunt. Well, to quote my sister, 
who I probably wouldn't have quoted if she weren't here, to be fair. <laughs> For a witch hunt, they're catching a lot of fucking witches. She didn't say fucking. That's mine. <laughs> uh, Donald, they got you on tape. They got you admitting it out loud. They've got people who saw you do it. How can you keep denying it? And Trump supporters, I love you, but you gotta wake the fuck up. This man is a criminal. He is running around accusing Joe Biden of being the biggest crime family in the world, but he can't name a crime. What's Joe done? You know, tell us what's Joe done. He can't name a crime. We got $2 million in a book advance. Well, Einstein, if you knew how to write and read, you might have got $10 million on a book advance too. But you didn't. You don't want to write the book. You don't want to have the library. I'm not completely convinced you can read. You certainly can't say the word origin. So DJT is in the hot seat. And I hope that the Trumpers in the world are waking up to the fact that you may not like what the fact that we're liberal, but you have to listen to the fact that your guy's a crook. Short and sweet <laughs> this week, Faye. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Lots Look, Christina's like, I've got hours. <laughs> Christina's like, I've got so much shine. <laughs> yeah, I remember I have like five minutes. I made me leave this wasn't she, in my shot. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't come back oh, yeah, now. We're no. about to finish this show. What a good, what a good sister. All right, for everyone that has, a, for everyone that has a problem with kids, right? Everyone that has a problem with people having kids, as um, as Dave just said, easy way to get them to sleep: chloroform. Um, but there you go. I've got a solution. I've got a, I've got um, like a what we'll, we'll call it, and yeah, like a. a Way to really, really put you off having kids. Watch the trailer for the new Exorcist movie that's coming out. <laughs> you will never want to see a child again. That is right. The sequel, a direct sequel to the 70s film, is being released, ladies and gentlemen, with Ellen Bernstein returning. She's back. She's on screen. So if you are, she's, yeah, she's looking good. It looks it looks scary. I watched it when it so it, because it's Australia, it kind of dropped at like two thirty in the morning, and because I don't sleep, I went phone noise. What that? And, and rolled over. <laughs> and went, oh, that's terrifying. The, the that's terrifying. Was terrifying. We saw it last Friday right. night when we went and we saw Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, right? Yeah. Oh my right. god, it was a great movie. But that. The minute it came on, it was so. Um, the trailer intense again. I'm old, so I remember The Exorcist. I was like, This is The Exorcist. They didn't say it <laughs> yeah. right now, but then, then all no, of they didn't. started to play tubular bells, and you knew it was it. It was, yeah, it was terrifying. It was really, really, but I don't think it's, I'm not going to, I don't it. think it's a coincidence that. <laughs> I am. I don't think it's a coincidence yeah, that you? one of those young girls looks a lot like Linda Blair. Yeah. One of those young girls looks yes, a lot like Linda Blair. Who is who will be appearing apparently. It's a new trilogy of movies. So I'm thinking from the trailer, because there's a lot of talk about mother, mother, I've got to find mother. I think that the demon's trying to find Reagan again. And that's why ah, mum comes in. Oh, and I feel Reagan like that's what we're gonna get. Terrifying. Now, you've seen the original Exorcist. Christine, have you seen The Exorcist? Of course. I'm sure I have. Um, I just, I try to block that shit out. Yeah. Watch it in broad daylight if you can. Yeah. Right. I can't even look at the poster for what you just put out. Like, that shit scares the fuck out. But we will. It came out when I was about, I don't know, nine or ten. And I was 17 when I watched it. And I oh, watched wow. it. In, I did watch it in broad daylight in the middle of the summer. And it was like, uh-uh, with a whole bunch of teenager friends. I was 17 or so. It was bad. Scary stuff. 
I watched it the first time when I was eight years old. I was eight years old. I would not sleep at my sister's house. I was like, so it was two o'clock. She went, here, watch this, and went to bed. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so my sister is to blame. We so, will cover The Exorcist on Uncensored Horror. You have my word. We will cover the yeah, first movie. I, we'll cover the new movie. <laughs> for all the Catholics who are watching, which might not be many, um, I went and searched out my scapular when I, <laughs> after, after watching that movie just to make sure that I was protected. You know, or that the well, there scapular, you go. Dia, thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a oh lovely surprise. It's been a lovely surprise. I was drunk and Christina got taken over by a a storm. It was like the craziest light. Like it was like bad lightning, and I heard the thunder, and I'm like, "Yeah, I see myself like going on glitchy." I'm like, "Something's going on." I just thought Vera and Steve are alone now, so I think I'll go brighten up things with my uh, (laughs) after I after two martinis. I'll go over there to Vera's house and we love it next door. I want the viewers to know that we live next door. It's not like I travel in the, bre- in the, in the I'm coming across. I'm coming across. I did not drive over drunk to <laughs> and talk to you people, but I know I came over next door because I saw that Christina got thunderstormed out and you two were kind of alone and I thought, I'd give my opinion about Barbie. We love it. <laughs> You'll yeah. have to come back again. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Uncensored Radio. We'll see you again. <gasps> A little sneak peek. Oh, my God. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. <laughs> see you next week, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Look, Stella This just proves you've always got to watch this show till the end. That's right. (laughs) Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.